in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hello, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. It might sound like we've done this before, but that was just a couple days ago. I'm Mike, that's Joe. I live in San Francisco. Joe lives in LA. Uh, we've been friends for over a decade, and each week we call one another, and we catch up. Yeah, Mike Lawson, you know, actually, uh, that's what we do every single week. Um, friend of the show, as we will discuss, uh, Adam Vaught, we saw him together. Uh-huh. We were together this week. Yeah. And, so Joe uh, came to visit San Francisco, we should say. Yeah, and this episode's going to be all about that visit. Yeah, no and- news stories, which I know you guys love. Yeah. Or hate. But, but Adam tells us at this bar that we're at, he, he goes, you guys have been phoning it in. Oh, yeah. What the fuck was that about? Yeah, I don't know what that was about. That's, like telling, that's like telling your girlfriend, oh, you gained a little bit of weight. Yeah. What Ever since we got married, you got fat. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to cook me a nice meal that's healthy. You're not supposed to tell me I'm fat. Yeah. Like, give us a story. Why don't you go to the bathroom and use the glory hole or something that we could talk about? Yeah. You don't have, you don't have to tell us we're born. Who says it to somebody? I can see saying it to me because we're best friends and whatnot, right? But, like... Joe, he didn't just tell us we were fatter than normal. He told us the date we started getting fatter. He's like, yeah, ever since episode 100, meh. You know, it's hit or miss. Well, the joke I was going for, actually, was it's because uh, lately, a lot of often, we record two episodes in one week and completely scrap the first one. (laughs) So so by the time that we were going to... Let's do this again. We've done that. We're in episode 118. I'm going to say at least four times we've done that. Yeah. Well, we did it twice this week. So Joe came to my house, and we recorded an episode with him in my bedroom, and it was fucking awkward. It was really awkward. And also, but, let's, well, it, start, it started off awkward. We should have, we should have, that should have been a, uh, a portent of things to come in that, like, Mike brought out, he didn't have a chair in his room. He brought out, like, a sun deck chair, <laughs> and I sat in it, and it broke. It started bending. And so I went and got another chair, and Joe's like, oh, I hope this one doesn't bend. And meanwhile, I'm hoping my bedroom doesn't bend off of the house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you just made fun of Adam Vaught for saying, you're like, that's like calling someone fat, and now you just call me fat. <laughs> uh, but you were fine. The chair was fine. The, the, <clears throat> the chair that you sat in is like, um, first of all, never nobody ever uses it. And second of all, it sits like in the direct sunlight for somehow – like 26 hours a day, it's in direct sunlight. Well, so also when we were walking by that like desk, when we, we walked by that deck, I noticed there was like another chair with just like a pair of shorts on it, and that was bending as well. Not to say that my fat ass didn't help bend it, uh, but uh, uh, it's one of these things where I was like, oh, this is not looking good. So then we recorded the show, and so this is the first time we've seen So I So let, let's break this down. So I drive up in my I'm, rental car. By the way, park. I'm already more comfortable than when you were sitting in my room. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way we're supposed to do it. I should have just, you know, what's funny is I didn't need to go to your house to record. I could have recorded at the boathouse I was staying at. You could have sat downstairs in our kitchen 
and just connect it to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And we could have G-chatted each other. Yeah, we could have totally done that. We should have done that. Anyway, but no, but you know what? I'm glad we did because, and, and let's just re, let's just preface this with, so many things happened the day after, no, the same day we recorded, after we recorded, and I was telling someone, I'm going, I don't want to do two weeks of Bay Area stories. Right. So, like, let's just, con- so it was actually kind of, uh, because like, then when I- I'm going to revolt. <laughs> okay, well, let me tell you that story. Did I tell that story in the podcast? I don't think so. I don't think you have to. No, I don't think it'll play on here, but it was, it was, it was hilarious. Yeah, just it's everyone it's all because Revolt. of the format, Joe. It's because of the format that it won't play. <laughs> Revolt is one of the funniest jokes I've made this year. That, and I agree with you, and it also didn't <laughs> land. <laughs> so where do you want to start with all of this? Because you well, let's drove actually start up the here. first. We'll do it in two parts. Let's start about the first day we hung out, which actually wasn't the day we recorded. Okay, so a, yeah. um, Joe came up. We went to the city and had some burritos. Um, and while we were driving around, we periscoped. So follow Joe and I on Periscope if you use Periscope. I would love to follow you back. I've been getting into it since you did it that one day. Um, yeah. And we just watched uh, people watch just drive around the city and get lost a little bit. Yeah. So hello to who was it? SF, SF Redhead, Redhead uh, Matt, Matt Burlingame, John Ong, John Ong. Yeah. So if you if you watched, cool. Um, while we were driving, Joe somehow maybe ran a red light. We're not sure, but someone was really mad at Joe and this guy rolled, pulled up next to us and went way out of his way to like roll his window down and wave Joe down. So Joe like looks over and the guy's like, Hey buddy, you know, you just ran a red light and they got your picture. And I'm not sure why it was so funny, but Joe's response was, Oh, really? Like, it was just well. First of all, so I don't see how I could have run a red light. We were at a stoplight, and we turned when it turned green. We turned, yeah, we turned when it turned. We didn't even turn like on a red light. The only thing in my head was maybe I'm thinking maybe he had followed us for a few blocks, and so oh. he didn't mean like you just ran a red light. He meant like back there you ran a red light. But they don't take pictures anymore. That's bullshit. And he, I don't, I don't understand what he was trying to prove, but he went way out of his way. To make sure you knew you ran a red light. Hey, You're- buddy. You, but you ran a red light and took your picture. <laughs> um, but we hung out. We ate burritos. and Well, but, but before the red light thing, let's talk about this, Mike. And we talked about this in depth. So Mike and I meet up. We get some burritos. And actually, the burritos were fun. I, Mike took a BART and I parked my car. And we go get burritos in the mission. That was good. Had a good time, right? Mm-hmm. And then, oh, wait. Remember that? Okay, so we're sitting down eating burritos. Mm-hmm. And remember that random ass girl thought you were her friend. Yeah. Well, you didn't see it. Um, she kind of was like doing the tiptoe with her like shoulders scrunched down, mm-hmm. and she was like smiling really big. And for a second, I'm like looking behind me, thinking there's like either like <laughs> a celebrity or like a really it was. Cute, You're a diabetes celebrity, a really cute puppy or something. And then she gets close enough, and she her her shoulders drop. Her face loses a smile, and she's like, "Oh, I thought you were my friend." And that was <laughs> it's the it. same response when I finally meet people off Grinder. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I get the same response. Um, so, we, so we have a great burrito at uh, El Farolito, and during which Joe tells me he's really interested in moving, so interested in moving, but that Mike, <laughs> you don't know. Which, by the way, I do know because I've moved a handful of times. But he's like, you don't know. It's not just first month's and last month's rent that you need. You also need uh, to buy all the little things like Windex and 
And then there's just like a long pause, and he's like, well, you know, Windex is... <laughs> I just don't know how much Windex this guy needs. Yeah, I need a lot of Windex. So mm-hmm. we ended up parking uh, in Steve's neighborhood, which, well, by we, the way... we're Joe- missing another story, which is we, we walked around the Castro for a while, and oh, uh, we right. went to that bar... Yes, we did. We went to the mix. Um, yeah, which for some reason is kind of my speed of bar. Oh, I like that. No, I like that level of bar. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we went to the White Horse, not to get ahead of ourselves, but that kind of mm-hmm. has a similar speed to it, right? Like, yeah. It's not. It's just kind of like mellow. So we went in, and it was like just after lunch. So I'm talking like one or two o'clock. So you can imagine kind of the clientele at a dive bar. At one o'clock in the afternoon, um, oh, it was are, all old men who knew uh, uh, Harvey Milk personally. Yeah, they were all self-medicating at the time, right? Yeah, clearly. Yeah, and we walk in. The bartender's kind of cute. It was like the cast of the song Piano Man. There's a oh yeah. <laughs> um, so Joe is like, uh, well, we didn't talk that the bartender was kind of cute. Uh oh, sorry. Did you hear that? Both both bartenders are really cute. The Asian one and the white one. And Joe is like, um, there's this little bowl of popcorn in front of us. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, we both eat a little bit, and then I push it towards Joe more because I knew I would eat the whole thing if it sat in front of me. Oh, of course, and yeah. And Joe is like eating it, and he's like, this is phenomenal. This is so good. And then he's like, excuse me. Excuse me, barkeep, come over here. And so the bartender comes over, and he's like, yeah, like clearly not having fun at his job. Like he works the day shift on purpose. And he's like, yes. And Joe's like, what is this amazing popcorn that you guys have here? And he's like, it's just a kettle corn. And Joe's like, no, 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 no. But this is like a good kind of kettle corn. And the guys like, like, do you guys make it on on the premises? Like, what is this? It's like a artisanal kettle corn. And the guys like, we get it at Walgreens, <laughs> and Joe's like, yeah, but it's like a good kind, right? And the guy pulled the bags out, and they were like plain white Walgreens brand kettle corn, and it just is in the plainest, simplest font, font, black yeah. letters, kettle corn. The kind you'd see on TV, like when like El Bundy drinks a beer. Yeah, and to your your um defense they did do they would mix 50 percent kettle corn and 50 percent white cheddar so it was like kind of a salty sweet and it was pretty good but it was like the most basic of brands yeah and meanwhile joe made them turn off the jukebox so he could have this discussion (laughs) everyone everyone please i am a foodie (laughs) i run a food blog called hungry chola Mm-hmm. This she is the best know. kettle corn I've ever had. Everyone needs to try it. Yeah, that's what so I was So we doing. eventually get on Periscope. We go to um, Steve's house. Don't tell Steve, but we Periscope driving to his house. <laughs> like anyone know, like, watching yeah. could actually like drive to his neighborhood and find him. Yeah. Um, but we park there, and I don't drive, so I've never had to leave a car in his neighborhood. I was nervous for you, Joe. I didn't want to say it because then you would want to park somewhere else, but it was it's a scary little place to park. And when we walked but, away, like the noises that were made in that neighborhood were like stereotypical Skid Row noises. Oh, oh yeah. It was like they cast these homeless people from like a, a, a movie about like of crazy. Like if they, if they told the extras, go crazy. We're going to just going to do a take where you go crazy as a homeless yeah. person. 
And so it was like screaming and then bottle crash and then if it was in a movie you would think it was ridiculous yeah i expected at any point for the the first song from uh little shop of horrors to start yeah it, it was gonna happen um so i was nervous about you leaving your car there but then on top of that we were going to meet steven for some reason that made me nervous too oh so you were nervous about my meeting steve yeah, a little bit. I feel like both of you have very easy to get along with personalities. I don't think that means that you were automatically going to love him and he was going to love you. But I think like if you two hated each other, I think it would have if one of you hated the other, it would have been easy to kind of still get through the night. Mm-hmm. I think you almost would find amusement if you did hate him because you're like, think of the stories I'll tell. Yeah, you're like. Right, so I wasn't really worried about that exactly. I don't know what it is, um, but I get nervous when I mix groups. I've told you that. Yeah, Mike and I were meeting. Uh, we're we're walking, and uh, I needed to go someplace before we actually met Steve. There was a little bit of a break there, and we were trying to find this one hotel, and uh, this homeless guy sees. I'm like, well, I don't know where this Kensington yeah. Hotel is, you know, and uh, he hands us a, a map. Right, Mike. Yeah. Well, when you tell this story before, you were like, he forced me to take his map. But meanwhile, he's just like, want a map, sir? And you're like, sure. <laughs> like he... <laughs> so you take the map. And when you took it, I was like, oh, he's going to ask for money, Joe. Yeah. And Joe's like, joke's on you, sir. I only got pocket change. <laughs> <laughs> and so Joe reaches into his pocket and hands out any all of the change that he has. And mm-hmm. it was... What was funny is when you did it, there were like multiple dollar oh, multiple. coins. Multiple. Multiple, yeah, like two, two or three. Dollar yeah. coins in it. And so you were like, sorry, I only got pocket change. It might be like 35 cents. And yeah. he's like, that's fine. And yeah, he sticks that's fine, his hand sir. Out. Whatever you got, you know. And you gave him a few bucks. Oh, his eyes got big. Like it was, oh, like, oh, oh my God, sir. Like, you know. And, I, and meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I want to pick those gold coins. Excuse me. Like, just pick them out of his hand. Yeah. Can I sell sell this map back to you? Yeah, sir. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm going to give you this map. Back. Give me back those $2. Yeah. So um, uh, so then I go to my thing, and then I meet up with you. Oh, God. I got a taste of what Mike Lawson has to go through. So the place I had to be was at the, like, oh, my God, the tippy top of a hill. Right? <laughs> Maybe halfway up a hill, but okay. <laughs> Oh my god! It was like, uh, like I, I felt like I was Frodo and Bilbo. That's who we were going to return the ring. You're so exaggerating, but okay. Okay, so, um, but afterwards, so Mike had shared his location with me earlier. I thought I don't know how to, how to be specific about, on his iPhone, but I thought I was following him. But it was just like where he was at that second. So after I leave my thing, Mike's like, "Oh, Steve and I are waiting for you," or something. We're on their way, or I don't know what he wrote. Right? Yeah, we were so like a I walk away. But for some reason, Joe thought we were way back down the hill at his house. So, so I went all the way down the hill. Yeah. And so we ended up meeting you, but then um, we picked uh, a burger joint called Pearls, which is, uh, I guess, gets great reviews on Yelp. It was fairly inexpensive, wouldn't you yeah. say? Yeah, and it, it was, was pretty good. tasty, and everything Very was good tasty. about it. Very tasty. And the service um, was great. That guy was really nice. But to get there, we had to walk back up the hill. Oh but Joey, God. this is the thing. I'm always to Steve. I was like, why don't we just take a lift? And he's like, yeah. nah, it's like a block away. Meanwhile, yeah. he doesn't mention that you have to climb a wall to get over 
yeah. to get the block or something. Yeah. So we're walking straight uphill. Joe and I are out of breath, not talking because we can't. We yeah, can't. Like, <sighs> <sighs> and Steve <sighs> is just kind of like not even sweating. He's fine. no, oh no, no. Steve was walking backwards. Yeah. You know. He's doing jumping jacks. Yeah, he did. Oh, not even didn't break a sweat, Mike. Didn't break a sweat. Was like talking and singing and like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was singing. What was he, he singing, was, Joe? Do re mi. So when you guys met, I felt like it was fine, right? Yeah, he's a very friendly person, unlike the last one, and he was very easy to get to know. And also, look, and we're going to discuss this several times. This will be a theme for today. If you are a fan of both the show and Joe, yeah, I you like win. you. Yeah. We we did, um, we, what we didn't bring up is when Joe and I are alone together, however. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Need, we need a third person or we need an audience of some sort. Otherwise, yeah. we are boring and awkward because driving in the car we were yeah. like not saying anything to each other. I, I kept talking no. about the weather or something. Yeah, it was and really awful. We turned on Periscope, awful. and then Joe's like, oh. "Hello, guys! Welcome to the <laughs> Joe and Mike show." And same thing was uh, when we were uh, hanging out just throughout the day, walking around. It was kind of boring, but then Steve gets there, and all of a sudden, Joe's like happy to make fun of me. Like when it's just you and me, you don't make fun of me. <laughs> You need someone else to kind of like laugh at it. Yeah, Otherwise, you're like, audience. what's the purpose? Yeah, what's the point of me wasting all these gems yeah. on just uh, the homeless guy giving me maps? Um, yes, yeah, so we went to this burger place. We had a good time and uh, we discussed topics that probably shouldn't be discussed in the show, but you well, know. You did talk, uh, bring up, you brought up a lot um, Steve's sexuality and him coming out of the closet and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And I've since talked talk to Steve and he said he uh, he didn't. I said, like, was it too much or something like that? And he's like, no, it was fine. The only thing that was weird, and I agree with him wholeheartedly, (laughs) was during the conversation, Joe's like, well, you know, I've been out of the closet forever. So for me, I I mean, I could tell anyone, hold on a second. And then he turns around, and behind (laughs) us, there's these two, like, college-age, maybe even high-school-age girls. Uh Uh-huh, right. Skinny, kind of timid. Yeah. Sitting there, like, with their knees together, right? Sure. Just, like, waiting for their burger. And Joe's mm-hmm. like, excuse me, girls. I'm gay. <laughs> and then he turns back to us. And what Joe can't see is when he does it, the girls kind of, like, look at each other. Like, he had just, I don't know, like, he, they, he was about to attack them or something. <laughs> um, that was a little bit weird. So we ate mm-hmm. there. Um, while we were also eating, Joe was like, so, Steve, how long did you live in Koreatown? And... <laughs> It was so fucking weird because I don't know. We were talking about L.A. and I don't know why Joe thought. Well, I do know now. I know why. We, we thought we discussed it. it. Yeah. So he, Joe's. I mean, Steve has never lived in L.A. So that was just weird. Joe has since defended that by saying, "Well, his sister lives there, and he talks about road tripping to see family." So I thought he grew up in L.A. and then moved to the Bay Area. Um, so you're wrong there. And then the whole Koreatown, he's just Korean. That's it. Like, there's mm-hmm. no other reason aside from your racist, racist ways to explain that. Oh, you don't have to live. Because I, I was born in East L.A. Because I'm Mexican. I just figured anyone where they're born, what race they are, that's where they're born. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. I was born in West Hollywood because, you know, 
Were you really born in West Hollywood? No. I was born I was actually born near your parents kind of. I was born in Montclair. Oh. Oh, there's a security question on my bank account though. <laughs> um so And what was we, your first pet's name? And then we um I've done a podcast about that. <laughs> you can figure out any of my security questions about, yeah. from everything I put out there. So we um then we went to a bar. We invited SF Redhead, who never showed up and didn't even tweet us back. No, he did tweet us back. Oh, good. Um, and oh, that was the night, pretty much, wasn't it? We went to a bar that was closed. Yeah, that was pretty much the night. We hung out. We had a really great conversation, but nothing like, oh my god, this happened. It was. We went to a few. Did a little bit of bar hopping. We did some drinks, and <laughs> it was me and Steve time. Steve and I hit yeah. it off. So everyone in the audience, Steve gets two big thumbs up. Uh, approval from Joe. Okay. Yeah. So that was that uh, day. So that was the first day, and then um, Joe went and did his thing. I went home, and then we met up again on Wednesday. Wednesday. We this recorded time I drove... the show that you will never see. Yeah. Or, he- or hear. I drove over to Mike's part of town to uh, the well, East yeah. Bay. And you saw my place. We haven't talked about that. No. And you said, when you walked in, you're like, this is the exact opposite or like the mirror image of what I thought it would be. Yeah, mirror image really is understand. a better way of putting it. What does that mean? Like it looked the way, like the the aesthetic was exactly what I thought it would be. But like, okay, you know when you walk in the front door and you go to the right and there's the living room. In my imagination, it was the same house, but when you walked into the door, when you go to the left, is the living room. <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. And the kitchen and every it was exact. It was like your exact house and the layout and everything, but just flipped. So in my head. Yeah, every, just imagine your house, but just flip. The mirror image is a, a perfect example. Like, the oh. kitchen was where I thought it would be. Everything was where I thought it would be. Most of it had been there before, but in a mirror. Weird. Um, You got to meet one of my roommates. That's it, right? Yes. So we recorded the show, and then we... L- oh, you left. You had the thing at Twitter. So you took the bar oh, back to the city. Oh, no, 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 there's an important part we're missing. Yeah, so I had a meeting I had to go to uh, in the city, but I was going to take a BART from Mike's house to the city, but I had lost my little earbuds, cheapy earbuds that I had. So I said, listen, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, we got to go to Best Buy. Is there a Best Buy or a Target Buy here? Uh, we need to stop by and buy some uh, earbuds before I go into the city. And Mike's like, sure, let's go. And uh, what happened, Mike? So we pull into Best Buy over in Emeryville, and in as we're walking to the store, this woman... In a really beat up car, and for some reason I think, well, I'm, never mind. In a really beat up car, she pulls up to the like door of the Best Buy at full speed, slams on the brake, and then just hits the horn. So she's mm-hmm. like a foot from the door, but there's like these cement things blocking her from actual hitting the glass. And for some reason she was hitting the horn, but she was in such an old beat up car that the horn sounded really weak and broken. Right? It was like yeah and so then she pulls away we see her the passenger is like smiling so we're like oh that was weird then she circles around and comes back and we're walking into the best by this point joe and i have to run out of the way so she doesn't hit us in my head i dove well you didn't joe (laughs) in my head i jumped like in like an action film and i dove and like did a tumble the last time you dove was at the super bowl party and it was with a chip the um so what's funny though is the security guard kind of walks out super slow speed pulls his iphone out of his pocket and just starts videotaping it yeah and we walk in and we're like what is this 
Meanwhile, all the Best Buy employees are just kind of standing there watching. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who she had beef with. That was weird. Yeah, I didn't understand what was going on. She just did it a few times and she left. Yeah. Did some donuts. So then uh, I get the, the the earbuds. I go to my meeting. And then I head back and I meet Mike Lawson at the, at the very BART station where he dropped me off. But also joining us, friend of the show, Shane. Kind of friend of the show, let's be honest. <laughs> He, while we when we met up with him, he's like, "You guys, I have to be honest. I haven't listened to your guys' show in like two months." And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I I get busy. I lose track of some of my favorite shows too." And he's like, "Well, I've been listening to every other podcast yeah. I, I would listen to, just not yours." And and then he goes on. He's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm actually almost done with. I'm, I'm just just like with you guys. I'm almost done with this Professor Blastoff." Yeah, he even said. You know what? I don't like Professor Blastoff anymore, <laughs> but I still listen to it every week. First yeah, thing when they put it out. Yeah. When it comes out Tuesday, man, it's the I don't even like it. I don't like listening to it. And the <laughs> first thing I download is Professor Blastoff. They're just so phoning that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's awful now. It used to be good. And I still listen. The first thing I see that pop up, I download it. So but anyway, came, I haven't listened to you guys in two months. We came over. We put... Uh, the car. We parked the car at a spot and walked uh, around downtown Berkeley. Yeah, we ended up at a, one of my favorite places in downtown Berkeley. I don't go in, a lot though anymore. But when I first moved here, it was kind of my go-to date spot. Um, it's this little bar called Komal. Oh, you've been there before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I told you how the one bar uh, manager I thought was so hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. You did tell me this. Let's talk about this first. So I think Mike, maybe there's a, I'm asking, Mike and I have not discussed this. Was there a hesitation because it was a Mexican place where you were like, I don't want to hear Joe's obnoxious elitist Mexican bullshit about this place. No. So let's not go there. We kind of talked, we kind of, you said very specifically you didn't want to go to like anywhere even kind of upscale. Yeah, that's true, and I, I did. And this place is upscale, but I thought, well, the bar back area is kind of less, right? Well, so, I looked at the menu, and I saw they served Sickle Pack, which I never see anywhere. So I was like, okay, this place is legit. Mexican hummus, hummus right? It was like yeah. made out of pumpkin seed, though. Yeah. It was good. It was kind of bland, but good. Well, you had to put the sauce on it. Now, before we go in, though, I go, well, maybe there's a happy hour we'll stay, right? So <laughs> Mike talks to the woman... The hostess, and he says, is there a happy hour? And she goes, well, no, we don't have a happy hour. You know, they do a lot of that there, where they don't call it something, but it's that something. He goes, she goes, we don't call it a happy hour. It's just that we don't have happy hour. No happy hour here. We just have some drinks that have a discount on them. In a specific time window. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's the definition of a happy hour, but okay, whatever. So we go Do to this bar area. Do you have a bathroom area. we can use? And she's like, "No, all we have is these rooms with toilets in them." Yeah, you know we don't we don't believe in bathrooms here. So what we did we made these rooms where we just put a toilet seat in them and you just lock it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we ended up sitting in the back patio and getting John as our waiter or our bartender. Our bartender. Sorry. We're at the bar. We're sitting, we were sitting right at the bar, and um, John. Here's well, the funny it all thing. started. It all started. <clears throat> we sat down, and Joe's like, "If we wanted to order one or two things off the menu." Who, how would we do that? And he looked Joe in the eyes and he said, I can take care of you. Oh, uh, well, like, I made, oh, I made him live up to his word. Yeah. So then also remember I said, oh, well, the, the hostess said, um, 
there's discounted drinks. He's like, no, there yeah, isn't. Yeah, and you sounded so fucking cheap when you said that. Uh, I don't care. You're like, uh, excuse me. I was told there would be cheaper drinks than this. Yeah. That's how it sounded to me. That's not what I said exactly, but maybe that's how I sounded. I don't give a shit. I don't live yeah. there. So then he goes, now there's a discount. I'm like, oh, maybe she meant 0% discount. Yeah. <laughs> we it's have a 0% discount hour. on some of the drinks. Anyway, so we're at the bar, and we order some appetizers. We order some drinks. And um, now, John, he isn't super hot. Maybe like a 7 no. out of 10. I would say 6 would be pushing it, in my opinion. He, um, I have this thing, though. You can be kind of hot, and if you have the right clothes on, that is sexy to me. And then the opposite. You could be smoking hot, and then you're wearing the wrong clothes, and it just doesn't turn me on. And here comes a hate mail. I'm sorry I don't like your clothes, and I'm uh, maybe that's very pretentious and judgmental of me but i'm allowed to say that that's my prefer- my preference sorry your birkenstocks aren't sexy to me he wasn't wearing birkenstocks no he wasn't but he was wearing a cut off pair of he looked hipster homeless oh, man. yuck it was not only was he wearing the cut off jeans he had absolutely no ass oh, like that's true that is true like, he had zero ass it was like 12 year old boy in the back and the front. But then his he did have a really nice uh, torso, the shape. Like, he was shaking cocktails in front of us. And when he did it, his shirt got lifted up a little bit. And you could see, like, the bottom of his abs and, like, the lines that point towards his wiener. Yeah. Let's and, admit it. Let, let, let's be honest here. That's what I was in love with. I was in love with nothing else with this guy. He kind of had a, an adorable, like, lisp. Yes. Didn't he a little bit? That was kind of cute. But then he had like Mowgli hair, like long, kind of like raised in a jungle sort of looking hair. Yeah, Ugh. but I like that. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Gross. Uh, he, had but a, in, he, had a, he had a cute little button nose. He did, yeah. But then we kept talking. What was funny is we would be talking about everything. He would be right in front of us acting like nothing's happening. Yeah, like, like then, he's ignoring us. Like he's like he, he's... Do, but, well, I, I'm gonna give John this before we go on. He, I will say he's very good at his job. I don't know how his drinks are, but he's very good at his job because he would be doing like a line of drinks and all different drinks. Yeah. Right? And whilst fast. doing that, fast, really fast. And while doing that, answering people's questions as they walk up to the bar and telling the bar backs what to do. Going like, okay, well, we need to like, go over there. I think there was like a bartender in training or something. What was the guy that was just standing there the whole time? Well, there was definitely a bar back and there was definitely a guy in training. There were yeah. two. And he would, but he would tell them as he's doing all of this, as he's making drinks, different kinds of drinks people are ordering, as he's uh, answering questions, as he's, he would also be like firing off like, okay, the the person over there they need this good to go do that but they got it like just i don't even know what he was saying but like he was he was doing many things at once agreed yeah and he would also be listening to our conversation because we would be talking about our own personal lives our own whatever catching up finally joe asked shane a personal question it took an hour but <laughs> he finally got to something about shane who he hasn't seen in years well and- th- you're you're setting good stuff up for later you're setting yeah. good stuff up for later and so joe is like uh we're talking and then all of a sudden we would be like oh i wonder what this drink is that he's pouring and but then like under our breath under our breath like and like, he, he like, would hear it and he would know he would just answer our question so he was clearly hearing everything else we were saying and he's yeah. choosing not to respond or yeah. act like he heard 
Yeah. And because it would be like this. It would be like, because he's right, he is right in front of us, but one, it's a loud bar. Yeah. There's probably music playing. I'm not sure. And people are asking him questions, a lot going on. And I'd be like, oh, I wonder what the, that drink is there. And he'd be, and then he'd be like, yeah, so anyway, go to table 10, needs uh, French fries, table four. Um, those two chips go over to table four. And oh, oh yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a Rose, it's a Shirley Temple, but with alcohol. Anyway, and you're like, oh, well, what? I, I, how did he know how to say there? Yeah. Which means he knew exactly what I was talking about the entire. I was, I was saying like, "Oh my God, what is when he would shake those cocktails?" Joe, he had to have because he would pull. He would get the cocktail shakers and put he them started, his yeah. arms above his head, and he would make sure every time he was standing right in front of you. It wasn't like there was any sort of angle. He was like perpendicular to you every single time. Yeah, and there and was even a did- point where he was like. Oh, let me see what's in this refrigerator down here. And he bent over right in front of you. And then he came up and he had nothing. So it was like he didn't even need to do that. I didn't notice that part because he because he was he 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 did the his method worked because I was not even paying attention to that. I was looking at his no ass. Yeah, because you know what it was? He knew my type, which was I don't care about the ass. But like he got just a little bit ass crack bent over when he was. Oh, oh, I was all about him i was all about him oh my god i was uh but it, but it was funny i was talking to adavad about this on the drive home was uh wait on the drive home you guys didn't drive together no on the drive home to la oh i was like you uh, called adam vaught on your no, races no so on the drive home to la i brought up i'm all, th- what was amazing about this guy is every question you asked him there was some sort of memorized speech you know, like, as if, like, he's been asked this question. It could be a bizarro question, but like, oh, what's your opinion of um, of Nixon's trip to China in the early 70s? And then he would give you, like, an answer. Like, he's answered it a thousand times with, yeah. like, a patented answer. And you're like, how did he, what did he just do there? So, he did have a really good memory because, like, oh. all of the drink recipes. But then, like, you asked him at one point, the place doesn't uh, make it easy to tip. If you wanted to leave cash, you could, but there was no tip line on the receipts because they just automatically take a 20% gratuity and spread it to everyone who works there, mm-hmm. including the kitchen staff. And Joe, like, brought him uh, brought out a question on that, and he had, like, a regurgitated answer that he gave you for that. Yeah. No, 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 no. This guy was – this guy – I was all about this guy. So then we leave Kamal, right? Yeah. And then we By go By the to way, pizza. We, so we – we meet oh. we meet John. We know everything about John. We talk about him. Oh, we yeah. go to the pizza place mm-hmm. uh, called J- Jupiter down mm-hmm. the street, and this our waitress is this cute girl Shane who we we haven't mentioned is straight. Shane and he played along with the John thing. Bless his heart. So finally he gets this cute waitress, and we get her name. I immediately forget it. I have fact, no I, idea. I told her to go away. I'm like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what her name is. <laughs> Esther? Uh, maybe. Claudia? Yes. It was something like Claudia, wasn't it? I don't know. It was, a, I think, like in just a very... Chelsea! Chelsea! Basic white girl name. Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. Um, so we go to the pizza place. Uh, Joe Whatever. insists that we ordered pizza without meat. Then he insists <laughs> to complain about it. I didn't insist on ordering pizza without meat. Joe, Mike I said like, order anything you want. I can order anything I want. He's Mike like, let's goes, share a pizza. Mike he's goes, like, Mike I'll doesn't eat, eat whatever meat. I want. I, 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 I don't eat meat. And so Mike Shane goes, what about this meaty meat bacon pizza? And Mike's like, I guess I can eat around it. And I was like, oh, no, just, I, I don't didn't. mind eating something without meat. I don't, Bullshit. I was, 
I've been vegan multiple times. Here's the thing. I didn't mind the pizza. They're just The artichoke was a little much on that pizza. But we, it's not like we were at, like, Buffalo Wild Wings and we have, or in, have to order plain french fries because that's the only thing on the menu that didn't have meat. We were at a pizza place in Berkeley where 50% of the, the menu was meatless. So Yeah, I got, I got that. We got that pizza. I was fine with the pizza. I just like the artichokes. Yeah, but then you tell the waitress it would have been better with meat on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we eat, we drink a little bit. Um, by the way, did I pay properly for every for drinks and stuff? This is the kind of thing I lose sleep over because I know you Venmoed and I was like, I'll get you later. No, 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 no. Because I remember I asked Shane that question and Shane was like, he he explained to me how you had and yeah. it made sense. So okay, you did. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. I seriously will lose sleep over something. No, like no, no, that. no, 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 no. We, 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 I talked about him. I don't know if it was in front of you, but I, I said, oh, what about Mike or something? He's like, no, 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 no. Mike's good. Okay, good. So anyway, um, then afterwards, I'm getting kind of sleepy because I'm, I'm, I think I'm secretly diabetic. Yeah. And um, like me in this episode right now. <laughs> I'm all, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I want to get me a, a rock star energy drink. Yeah. And Shane's like, great. I'm gonna go. Look, there's a Pete's right here. I'll get a coffee because I want a coffee really badly. Right. And, and like, then you're like, no, fool, come with me. We will get a rock star, and yeah. then we'll go sit and get and have coffee. Yeah, so yeah. he was ready to just grab a cup of coffee real quick. Yeah. And I, and like, I no, should no, no, also come on, mention, come with me. It's, about, it's a quarter to six at this point. Yeah, and, and then we're in, we're in like this Walgreens or CVS, whatever, fooling around, showing the show. Shane, no, please, we need to show you this kettle corn bag yeah. and... It was a Walgreens because we wanted to show them, like, look, there's a kettle corn bag and a cheddar, white cheddar bag. And look, they would mix these. And he's just like, okay. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, hmm. Because I remember there was like that, that there was that uh, free, that refrigerator full of monster energy. I mean, not monster, um, Rockstar. Not Rockstar, the Red Bull. And I go, uh, uh, he goes, well, there's some Red Bulls. I went, no. No, I Joe, want- first you were like, let me touch each of them. So you like touch each of them. And then you're like, I don't want that. So then we had to walk to the other side of the store to get you your stupid rock star. Yeah. And you wait in line, finally buy it. We go to Pete's, and they were like, sorry, guys, we closed three minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) And Shane didn't get his coffee. (laughs) So then we drive to... how are we he goes, I'm going to take you to this beautiful spot. I'm going to take you to this beautiful, beautiful... I love this. my favorite part of this town. Yeah. Like, okay. So we drive through these streets, um, and we're to the neighborhood, and then we go into it. It's in, if anyone's familiar, it's in the Piedmont area of Oakland. It's a cemetery. Yeah, it's a cemetery. With Which was designed, by the way. Do you know who designed it, Joe? No, tell me. Um, What is the guy's name? Frederick Law Olmsted. So he designed this place. He also designed Central Park. You may have heard of that in New York City. Yeah. And he designed this huge, massive uh, cemetery. And there was something beautifully creepy about it is how I would yes. describe it. It was like yes. a lot of rolling hills and compact, and but also massive at the same time. And um, a lot of the uh, above ground sort of monumental sort of headstones, not all flat to the ground yeah. ones. Um and on hills, those are extra creepy. They yeah, create, and they're like they're really old, so like kind of tipping over. They create kind of a cartoon, scary silhouette. If you look at just a silhouette, right? Yeah. So, we, and by this point, the sun's going down. 
we wind and wind and wind through this thing to the top, tippy top. Finally, when we enter, I say like that's weird. Uh, Cemeteries usually close at sundown, right? And she's like, not this one. It was getting there, right? Yeah, it was like twilight. So we get out of the car and uh, make fun of dead people because that's what Joe's good at. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, look at this guy, and he made a joke about whatever names we saw. Yeah. And then we look at the skyline. The skyline is beautiful. It's from, gorgeous. From this point, you can see all of Oakland. You can see Lake Merritt in Oakland, the entire Oakland skyline. Plus, you can see the actual bay, and you can see the San Francisco skyline. It was a little bit foggy, so, but even that was pretty, like the San Francisco skyline. Yeah, because like you could see the fog. the fog rolling in. Yeah. So we're there for about a minute and 45 seconds. And security pulls up, and he's like, gotta go guys yeah we're closing yeah so we get back in the car and wind our way back through the thing Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to say but you were driving really fast and it scared me well look we're ready to cemetery so if anything happened we're well so then we (laughs) get to the front gate and the gates are closed there's only one gate in and one gate out and they're both closed and locked (laughs) now we're locked in a cemetery so we get out of the car and Shane, well, I should say Shane and I have enough energy to get out of the car. Joe's still drinking his Rockstar. So oh, I am in the Rockstar. I'm like, ugh, I'm going to let these guys deal with it. So we get out of the gar- car and see if we could like, open the gates manually, and we can't. They're, like, magnetized shut. And uh, a car pulls up behind us, and right about this point is when Joe opened his windows and at full blast turned on the Thriller theme, or the Thriller, <laughs> Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> Well, we were locked in a cemetery. I wanted some good theme music. Always a comedian. So um, we talked to those people, and I was like, seriously, this is how a horror movie starts. And the girl, like, had her window only halfway rolled down, and she's like, huh? And (laughs) (laughs) uh, another car pulls up, and she kind of pulls at an angle like she's going to pull in front of us. Yeah. And she's like, hey, idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Pull up six inches. Pull up six inches, and the gate will open. Tell so your we, lazy fat friend just to take his foot <laughs> up the gas for half a second and move six inches. <laughs> so we pulled up six inches and the gate opened and it all was right in the world. Mm-hmm. And then so, we went over to the White Horse to meet friend of the show, Adam Vaught. Yeah. yeah. We'll just start, we'll start it there. Oh, yeah. So we, we went to the White Horse. It's a, I would say the White Horse is kind of like a character on Catching Up the way the Magic Castle is. A lot yeah. of stories happen there. It's kind of my regal beagle, right? So we go to the White Horse. We It is because um, they know you, as we'll find out. Yeah. Well, Joey, they do these, like, shows. They do drag shows. They do drag queen, drag king shows, which was what was happening that night. Yeah. They do uh, burlesque shows. And they charge a cover to see the show, which is just A-OK. If you're, gonna, if you're there to see the show... That money pays for the performers. I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's 100%, but it makes sense. But we weren't there for that. We were there to have a bar. I mean, I'm sorry. We were there to have a drink on a Wednesday night. Why are we going to pay $5 to pay them to have a drink? Especially when they have a separate room designated for that show. Yeah. So we walk in and the lady's like, sorry, you guys have to pay. And I was like, "Uh, we never pay if we're not seeing the show. And Joe and... Um, Shane stand at the door awkwardly and I was like mm, let me ask and so then I just walked in and then eventually waved you guys in I didn't ask who did you anyone. talk to nobody 
<laughs> I just walked in and then waved you guys in and she didn't say anything. <laughs> it did look like you're like, hold on for a second. I'm going to talk to the I'm going to talk to the owner. Yeah. I'm going to try that trick. That's a good one. That's a good trick. Like, you know, I'm going to talk to somebody here. Hold on for a second. But to and then be go honest, over there. Like in yeah. the past, I've gone on weeknights before just to get like one beer and catch up with a friend or something. And I've I just tell them like, "Oh, I'm not here to see the show. I'm just here to have a beer." So what? Like for a $5 beer, I'm going to pay $5 just to get in? No, thank hey, you. Hey, these drag kings you get paid. So yeah, it was dry. so a lot of lesbians with like fake beards. Well, they look the beards look really good, but like fake manicured beards. Yeah, but and Joey, we're also in bar lighting, so like under true. the the red glow from the Budweiser sign, it looked like a good beard. That's you know true. I mean? Get her point. out. In, good point. Get her out in the daylight, and you would know it was probably fake. Yeah, so you had all these like uh, lesbians with some uh, some of them as drag kings, and so actually everything's fine until. The show starts, but by this point, friend of the show Adam Vaught and his friend Stacy. Yeah, I love Stacy, man. So I, I need to preface this because I need to tell the story. Is friend the of the show, morning, a, friend of the show Adam Vaught and friend of Mike Lawson, Stacy show up. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> Mike and I. So Adam and I drove separately home. I was staying at Adam Vaught's place after the bar. You're saying after the bar, and so I didn't see him till the morning. And in the morning, oh. I said, oh, did you, I have, did you have a good time last night? And he goes, I thought you were really cunty to Stacy. Oh, really? Yeah, he thought I was really mean to Stacy. So uh, I had a phone. Well, I, I think that it was mutual, to be honest, I would say. I think she, you hated I her. I have my own thoughts on this. You hated her when she walked in because she doesn't love catching up. <laughs> well, so. well let's, let's tell this story. So Adavon had told me, he's all like, Oh, my friend Stacy really wants to meet you. Uh, I had her listen to Catching Up, and she really wants to meet you. So I'm thinking that this is a fan of the show. And then right. he tells me, like, that day, he's all like, I'm all, oh, so she's uh, she's going to get to meet Shane and Steve. I'm going to tell her about Steve. I'm telling him, like, get excited. I'm going to fill this fan of the show in on uh, details. He was like, oh, no, she just listened to that one episode. She she doesn't like the show. wasn't for her. It wasn't for her. It wasn't her cup of tea. And I was like, right. wait a minute. Why would you sell it like she was a big fan of the show? But I didn't judge her for that. So then I get there. Here's the thing. is There's a bad timing thing. Like, Stacy shows up right when the Drag King show is starting. Mm-hmm. So now the music gets really loud. Because it's like, don't come on. And there's some fat lesbian. Like, <laughs> they never lips. played the achy, breaky heart. <laughs> there's some fat lesbian, like, line dancing on the stage. <laughs> What show did you see? <laughs> it, was, it was the weirdest music. And then be like, Elvis going, was man I don't, I never heard that, no. Yes, I did. And then remember the okay. Lionel Richie Hello? Do you remember that one? No. Oh, yes. Remember I lip synced it. Hello? Well, you know what? Is Shane it taught me something about for? improv. I'm just supposed to say yes. So, yes. And it was great. You're right. So no, yes, and then uh, remember that one where the chick came out and she um, sang uh, um, "God Bless the USA" by Lynn Greenwood. Like you have yes. to do, like you have to, you help with the job. Okay, so here we go. So the music's really loud. So what happened was there were so where she was sitting with Mike and Adam, she was close to Mike and Adam, and so she could hear them. Right. I'm with Shane, who now I'm realizing, oh, Shane, who I haven't spoken to like in a year, <laughs> is sitting right next to me. 
Right. Let me talk to him. A, so I'm having a conversation with Shane because he's right next to me. But part two, he he proceeds, and this is Shane's story, so I'm not going to really get into it. So I'll make up something here. But he proceeds to like drop these major bombshells on me. So he's like about his personal like, life. Yeah, about his personal life. So I'd right. be like, oh, how's everything going? He's like, oh, um, it's fine. I mean, <sighs> I'm dating Hillary Clinton, but I'm like, what? Right. What? And so I'd be sitting there, like, getting this full scoop from Shane about his personal life and this going on, that going on. And meanwhile, you know, the Drag King show is going, I can't engage in the other people. So right. Adam Vaught thought I was a dick for ignoring Stacy. Well, there were just a few moments. And I think that your character invites this for some reason. And I would even go out on a limb and say my character does the opposite. Um, mm-hmm. Invites the opposite. I think that your you like a joke and you like kind of joking. I'm like the way you talk to Adam, the way you talk to me, the way you talk to Shane and the way we talk back is different than the way you would talk to her and the way you expect a stranger to talk to you. Right. So like if I told you to shut the fuck up, that's we would laugh and move on. But if she did it, you're like, what? (laughs) Like, I don't know you. And so I think there was kind of like a weird mix where, you know, like she kind of was like giving you a hard time and kind of trying to be playful, but you were reading that as a stranger doing that. Where if I said the exact same thing, it wouldn't be as it wouldn't be read the same way. But you know I, she's wonderful. She likes she my did. shoes. She yeah. <laughs> she's actually really fun, and I like her a lot. She is. Uh, I actually had a long phone conversation with her the next day. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So Adam did called her and he goes, about I- me? <laughs> Yeah, she loved you. Just kidding. Yeah. And um, we had a long phone conversation the next day for like 45 minutes. And uh, so the, the end result, everything's fine. I'm studying, I sent her an autographed photo of myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, all's good. All's fair in love and war. I said, I'm going to come back and we're going to go to Bake Sale Betty. Because she was mad that you guys didn't take me there. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's and good. We're, and we're going to eat fried chicken on the, on the graves. Ew. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so everything was good there. And then uh, I said goodbye to Mike Lawson, and uh, it was a very non kind of. Um, it was a really boring goodbye. Like you're like, can you yeah. get my stuff? I'm not gonna get out of the car. <laughs> so I had to like run oh, in the because, house, and then I put it in the back Mike seat. Lawson, I gotta tell you this. I put it in the and back I'll... seat and closed the door, and you're like, through a closed window, you're like, good Mike. And then. <laughs> And then you drive away. Well, I gotta tell you this. So then, while you're in the house, Shane drops another bombshell. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll tell you after the air what it is. Okay. But he drops another bombshell in the car. This kid is full of bombshells. What? You well, know, let me ask you this. Poor what, guy, what? like, we talked to him for five hours, and the whole time we talked about, like, you, mm-hmm. and, like, the most mundane things. You're like, yeah, I changed grocery stores, let me tell you. And he... <laughs> He had, like, probably great things to talk about. Oh, my God. We need to do a whole... We need to get him on the show because it was it was fascinating. It was fascinating. What did you think? Like, now, here's the deal. Like, you've... Now, for people who don't know, Mike had stayed at friend of the show Adam Vought's houseboat when Mike moved here and Adam was in China. Yeah. So... Mike had actually stayed in his house, but never met. Well, you say no one remembers them meeting each other, but they've met in the past, but they don't remember each other. We've crossed paths, but it wasn't anything. And then uh, stayed at his place. Yeah, it was nice to actually meet him. And um, 
I think him and Shane are both really great people. I understand why you're you are f- friends with them. Oh, great! Um, I will. We we committed to only talking about um, what happened when we when I was there with Mike. I have a ton of Bay Area stories. I don't know what I'll do with them. But how about the next day? So like, Adam's roommate has a hot. Oh my god, the fucking hottest boyfriend ever! Right? Oh, you didn't tell me he was hot. Oh my all god, you, Mike! All you could hot. talk about was how much he hates you. Oh, he doesn't really hate Which me. Which now that makes sense because you're like, oh, you hate me, and you want him to like hug you. Oh my and god! Say, like, no, you and I don't. Yeah. Number ten, and they have the big dick, and just super awesome in every way, right? Well, I guess they had gone out that night, so um, so Adam lives on a houseboat, which you can't really tell except when the tide is high, right? And it kind of shakes a little bit, especially uh, when it's windy. It was windy one night. It like never the house really shaked when I was there, but it there's something about it that just feels a little bit different. I don't know yeah. what it is, but. Yeah. So then in the morning, the next day, right, this is why Adam Vought came out. We were recapping the night. Is the next day, I woke up, I took a shower, and I was sitting there, like, I don't know, doing whatever on the computer. And the house just starts, sh- like, sh- like, whoa. Like, I'm like being thrown around in this house, but like, whoa, like, like Gilligan's Island in the beginning, right? Okay. And I look at, and then I was like, what? The, I guess I go, wow, the tide must be really high and it must be really windy. This is so awful, right? Adam Vaught, like stumbles out, you know, mm-hmm. banging because the house is rocking back and forth. He goes, you feel that rocking? And I go, what? Is, it, is the tide high? And then look, the tide is actually, there's no water in the, in the, in the bay. It's <gasps> is like, it bunk. the roommates having sex? Yes. Oh my God. The guy, then I go, he goes, my roommate's having sex. And then I, Listen and, and Joey he, like he, humps the wall and he's like, in a way, it's kind of like he was fucking me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just got a dildo and the, the little you know they have those dildos that have the um, what are those? Such a th- long those, way around those for a joke. Dicky yes. things like it to sucks the to the mirror or something. Suction cup. Yeah, yeah. And, I just yeah. Put them okay. and they anyway. usually come in a handful of different colors. And yeah, you can purchase one at adamandeve.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Adam and Eve. Dot com. Okay, kitty girls. So anyway, um, we should do that one time. Like a root, like every two minutes, do a fucking goddamn five minute Squarespace commercial. I will say though, uh, RuPaul is really good at the commercial. Like I want to listen to them sometimes. No, I'm gonna say he's not really good at the commercial. Oh, I love it because he draws attention to the commercial. Because I was noticing that the um, Slate Political Gab Fest does just as many commercials. Mm-hmm. But they just get in and out, and they do it so fast you didn't even know you were in a commercial. Nah, RuPaul, I like it. He gives them good uh, space, but you feel still it still feels like you're watching or listening to the show you originally subscribed to. I like it. I like it. I think he does it well. I also think throwing shade does it really well, but that's because they don't take it seriously. Uh, anyway, the point is, um, they he was fucking her. Felt it, they, yeah. And then, and but then Adam was like, "All right, I'm gonna go take a shower or whatever, right?" And then, like, you could hear him go, "Like, ah, right." He finished, Mike. Within thirty seconds, you heard him finish. Not really, but you could. It just stopped. Basically, put that way. The the rocket was trying to audibly show that it stopped. Yeah. The boat stops rocking. Yeah. Within thirty seconds, he's like, came downstairs and like his gym clothes. He's like, "Bye, Joe." Later. Shook my, he did shake my hand. Ooh. And then I licked it. Ew. <laughs> and it tasted like her. And I was like, oh. So then, um, yeah, and then Talk I left. Talk about being in the weeds, man. Okay, so that was our time together. I think we are we should kind of wrap it up, don't you think? 
Yeah, I think that was it. Um, make sure you tune in. If this is your first episode listening to us, uh, the structure's usually a little bit different, but since Joe and I spent a few days together, we decided to recap those days instead of going into our own lives and catching up with one another. We're catching up with you guys. You guys are getting caught up on what we did. So that's our show. Um, uh... Join us next week for a normal episode. It'll be our first normal episode in a long time because people had the boring Cameron episode last week. Oh, yeah. And now, oh, Mike Lawson, what did you send me? We should talk about it later. Ooh. I sent you a picture. He's one of the victims of the Chattanooga shooting. So oh. cute, right? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, Joey, nice catching up with you. Uh, go to hell, Mike. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid. <laughs>